Welcome to the Business Mentor Podcast. This podcast is where we share and discuss the experiences, ideas, and happenings in the world of business, featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction in your journey. Introducing your host, award-winning entrepreneur and Prince's Trust business mentor, Jay Dillon. Right, Mark, welcome to the podcast. Lovely to be here, Thank you for joining me. Um, you're, not, you're not far from Derby, being in Burton. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, welcome. So, Mark, you're an actor, you're a producer. Yeah. You discovered, or you found, or you worked with James Corden. It wasn't difficult to discover James. That's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's a great thing, because he's doing massive things at the moment. It's so, massive. you must be proud, right? Incredibly proud. Yeah. Incredibly proud. So the reason why I wanted to get you on the show, because this is a business mentor podcast, I think acting along with sales, there's a link there. Yeah. And um, I think for my listeners, I want them to just understand a bit about how acting plays such a big role in sales. Sales is important in any business because it drives revenue. Yeah. Um, Now, whether you're storytelling on a video or you're doing face-to-face or you're stage selling, it all links. Well, this is the point, and I think we've discussed this before. I think that um, for me, the most important part of of acting, and we've uh, yeah. you know we have discussed this. We're actors are storytellers, right? But but you know, human beings are storytellers. It's our natural state. That's you know we that's how we communicate with each other. Yeah, uh, right back to cavemen and women days when when they're sitting around in an imaginary campfire let's put it there you yeah. know, and they're tr- before the written word they're trying to communicate to the other members of the tribe where the uh, where they can find the uh, the woolly mammoth or the yeah. or, the, or the, the the lovely bush that's got all the berries and nuts on it and what that's have you. right yeah they've got to get that across and they've got to get it out across in a mem- memorable way the actual survival of the tribe depends on their ability to communicate with each other yeah and get this information across. Yeah. So we, you know, the ones that could do that were the ones that survived. Yeah. And they were our great, 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 great grandparents. Yeah. yeah. And and we have, we've inherited that. You know, we we are naturally an animal that can communicate. And and, and, and all of us have it. Yeah. Because um, we wouldn't be here if we didn't. We, yeah. You know, the, the the ones that couldn't do that, they they died and they didn't they didn't reproduce and they didn't have any children to. So the ability to communicate has absolutely been critical for the entire history of of, of mankind. Yeah. And um, whether you're playing Hamlet and telling a story uh, in, in in that very highbrow way, or you're actually trying to make a sale in a uh, in a boardroom somewhere, yeah. essentially it's exactly the same thing. What you're trying to do is you are trying to communicate your message. Yeah. And we've discussed this before. The key to any acting is, you know, for people, to, for you to understand what you want. Yeah. Okay. And to believe in what you want. Um, so if you've got a good product, that's a great product that's going to solve all sorts of problems for people, then you know that's that's the, that's yeah. what you've got to communicate to them. Yeah. You've got to say, "I'm going to I'm going to change nah. your life," you know. And it becomes easy. Yeah, you it know, does. we've discussed this many times before. You know, who could be an actor? What type of people are best actors? What type of people are best salesmen? Everyone is an actor. If you look yeah. at kids, if any of you have got kids or had kids, you know, you can remember what they were like. What you were like when you was a kid, yeah. you know, playing cops I've and robbers. I've got two kids of that age. Yeah, now, exactly. Yeah. You know, so running around a house, yeah. 
every kind of imagination that you could possibly have. But happen, my my little girl who's who's, who's um, nearly seven. You know, she, you listen to her playing with her dollies on her own. She has these enormously complicated conversations between yeah. them, social interactions between them. Um, but what happens is with a lot with most people is that they get to the age of about fifteen, and society says, "Well, it's about time you grew up. It's about time you just chose one character." Yeah, and then you've got to be that character for the rest of your life, you know. And that is something that uh, the vast majority of the population go along with. They don't realise yeah, they're going yeah, along with it. Yeah. They don't realise they're acting still. Yeah, but they're just acting that one character. When they get up in the morning, they they're very comfortable with that character that they've been playing for the last. Well, days that makes your life boring then. Uh, is, is that what you think? Because I think I think um, being freer, being more childlike in in in, yeah. in life is, is is good fun. Imagination is a, is, is a wonderful thing. Uh, and every, but the thing is, is that, that you know all of those people yeah, they yeah. still want it. They don't realize they see all because they watch they watch Lord of the Rings. They'll watch they'll watch um, uh, you know all sorts of movies. They'll go to the theater. They listen to radio. They read yeah. books. So their imagination is all being yeah. uh, stimulated all the time. But it's just that they need to. If they want to get into acting, yeah. they need to understand that they can do it and they did it when they were young and it's just a case of learning that again. Yeah. And if they want to be a good salesman and they want to be a good businessman, a big good communicator in that respect, it's learning that, uh, you know, they come from a massively long line of communicators. Yeah. They must do, otherwise they wouldn't be yeah. there. Do you know what I mean? So storytelling is yeah. the key to business Key to acting, key to everything, getting your message across. Yeah, yeah. Before we go into your story and find out how you built this acting career up and producing career, just a quick one. So you know they say you could judge a book by its cover or you can tell someone within the first five seconds, right? Yeah. So when you meet someone. Yeah. So if my listeners now are want to make that impression, have you got any tips on that first five seconds, which is, I think, pretty crucial, you know, is there any kind of tips that you can give? Well... I think the thing to remember is, is that the other thing about humans is that we've all got invisible antenna. Yeah. Uh, and we've discussed this we have, before, you know, human beings have invisible antenna. So they, they uh, and if something doesn't make sense, these antennas start twitching. So if you're um, a bad actor or no, no such thing as a bad actor, but if you're, if you're doing something that you don't believe in, yeah, you will, you, the person's brain will be going, there's something that doesn't quite calculate here. You know, subconsciously, yeah, they don't yeah, know that yeah. that's happening, but they'll be thinking, um, there's something that's not quite right here. I'm going to protect myself. Okay. And they and and so without realizing it, they've put some barriers up. Right. So the trick is is to make sure that that you're you're always doing what you believe in, right? So oh, okay. you're acting in a way that's entirely entirely natural to you. So you're, not so, make, you're not faking it. It's trying to be something. Exactly. You know, that's 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 a really difficult thing to do because people will pick up on that. So when yeah. I'm teaching acting, I'm kind of saying to people, remember what your character wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing with a salesman. Yeah. You know the salesman that comes in that says he isn't a salesman, people are gonna go doesn't quite compute. Do you no, know what I mean? Right, so you're there, right. you're there to sell. So yeah. look, I'm here to tell you about this brilliant product yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and get in with it. If you're there to, um, I don't know, if you're there to chat a, a girl up or a, or a boy up or, or whatever, yeah. you know, the, yeah. you know, 
make sure that it's there. Say, you know, I think you're gorgeous and I yeah. would like to go out with you. So I'm going to put a lot of effort in and over the next 10 minutes yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to convince you to go out with me. Yeah, There's yeah. two things that are going to happen That's there. Right. Um, but one one is, is that they all feel incredibly flattered about it, I suspect. Yeah, Because yeah. George Orwell writes about this yeah. very interestingly. Uh, in a book called, I think... Think, keep the expedition flying. Okay, it might be coming up for real. One of those, one of those two stories. But anyway, um, uh, the point being is, is that if you're a salesman, you know, I've got a brilliant product, and I want you. I'm going to solve so many of your problems. Here we yeah. go. You know, and rather than going and going, oh, really sorry for being here and wasting your time. Thank you for seeing me. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. That, that, that that will come. No, across. you're right. You're right. And I think if we put to, I think sales. I was on my last podcast with Patrick, but Dave and I completely agree with them sales is maths right yeah so what happens is you're right you be yourself but hit enough numbers yeah you know i think what sales people tend to do they focus on that one lead one client and put their effort to try and be what they want to see and when they when they don't you know get it they get disappointed whereas if you hit let's say 50 clients but you're being yourself yeah the numbers would determine your success anyway absolutely i mean Um, that's that that that's and 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 if you can't, there's a great story about Laurence Olivier playing Leah, I think, and um, he came off stage. Uh, or he finished the show, and there was a massive round of uh, standing ovation. The whole audience up, brilliant, wonderful. He got f- ten curtain calls. I don't know how many, but he went backstage, and someone went into a dressing room, and he was in there crying. Right, and they said, they said, but why, why? What was, why are you crying? You should be really happy. You were brilliant. Yeah. He said, yes, I know I was, but I don't know why. Right. right? Got it, yeah. The point I'm making about that is, is because he wasn't focused on impressing those people in the audience. Right? Right. He was it. focused on what his character wanted in that play. Yeah. And they just, they just bought anyway. Right? So that he wasn't selling to them. He was doing what he was doing. Yeah. And they all bought it. Yeah. He wasn't trying to sell it to them. That's right. Because if he was trying to sell it to them, they would be more conscious of that. They yeah. would be too pushy. But actually, because he focused on the on the benefits, he was focusing on what he was doing there. Yeah. Everybody thought it was a brilliant performance, yeah, and they yeah. bought it. Yeah. Do, do, do yeah, it's attendance, so isn't it? So you're saying everyone's got them. If he was trying to do something different, they yeah. would have picked it up. Absolutely. Well, if he just focused on what his delivery, absolutely, what they were there, and then that. People believe in it anyway. Yeah. So I think a lot of my training now is very content driven because give them what they want. They come to see first or come to hear. And then if they want to work with you, that's great. Yeah. Because I only want to work with people that want to work with me. Absolutely. Because you can't force someone to work, vice versa. Yeah. But then, yeah, that's an interesting thing. So just while we're on that, because I'm, I'm fascinated about this. Yeah. Um, so Theresa May, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, I don't know when people listen to this, but currently she's our prime minister. Yeah. What now, time is it? <laughs> yeah, she might have got to check the news. But as we speak, she is. Um, now, her body language to me, yeah. I'm watching as a leader, right? She's not elected anyway. I look at her and I just think to myself, she wasn't like, you know, she came through... Um, because Gordon, yeah, but she did. She did have a. She did have a general election. And that was system. terrible. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, a great she result. Probably yeah. That just <laughs> happened again. Yeah, yeah. But with her, I look at her body language. Yeah. I think she's got it in her, but I just don't. I don't know. I don't feel the connection. She's got as a leader. You, you, you oh, no, absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The charisma. Yeah. Part. Yeah. You know, she says all the right things, but you know, the robot dancing. It's, she gets it's it all wrong. a very difficult thing again, because again for antenna, but she's got this this unfortunate. 
facial expression that she's developed, which is a sort of a scowl. When when she's listening intently, yeah, it's kind of you almost get the impression that she's saying, "How dare you ask me that question?" Yeah, and then yeah. she goes, and then there's a flip, and she goes, "Oh, I'll, yeah." But it, but and whether or not that is what she's thinking. That, well, we're that, picking that up. We're picking right? that up. Yeah, and I think I think probably because if if you look at her and you look at David Cameron, mm-hmm. Tony Blair, yeah. right? They say the same stuff, yeah. But for some reason, them Lee, Tony Blair, and Cameron, you kind of believe it a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with Theresa May, I just think you're not you're saying it because you want to have to say. It. You're not saying because you want to say. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that comes to what you said before. Yeah. Being truthful, because really, what she wants to say is. We don't want to go out. Yeah, what she's role. saying is, is that I'm your mum. Yeah. I'm your <laughs> yeah. Sorry, this is political. We don't want to get there. Yeah, no, but no, no. but in, a, in a bit, what I'm getting from her is she, yeah. she's, what she's thinking, it seems to me, is I'm your mum. You've made a decision and I'm, I'm doing the best I can yeah. to give you what you want in a way. I'm going to let you watch the television, but I'm only going to let you watch it for an hour a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and instead of saying, well, you know, Yes, watch the television. Oh, by the way, we could go and do this after. Instead of saying what possibly what she thinks is, uh, you know, we obviously what she thinks is that you know you voted for Brexit, but probably we'll try and stay in as, yeah. as best we can. Instead yeah. of actually coming out and saying that, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah. Back me or sack me. That's right. She's in the uh, middle, right? There, there's this kind of she doesn't really want to say that. I think, but anyway, that's a bit that's a bit yeah, political. So. Just going over politics is a bit like someone who's in a job they don't like it, but they don't want to lose a job. Absolutely, and I've seen it many times. Yeah, yeah. But going, but the reason I asked that question wasn't because I'm for or against Brexit or whatever. What's going to happen is going to happen. It's more a case of body language. Oh, absolutely. Um, if she could have something like say a different body language, she'd be so powerful. Yeah. Can I tell you what? She's got the tenacity. Well, do you know what? She should have a good good acting coach, shouldn't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Theresa May, if you're watching, I'm not sure if it's available, but you can reach him out. So look, going to your story, because um, I want to just, I know you're a bit your background, but I want to go down where it all started. Uh, how did you get into acting um, and then become a film producer? Yeah. Because the level from acting to film producer is, is a big level. And you've produced films with some mega stars in there. So, you know, you've done it all. So just tell us where it all started, how you got into it. Okay, well, um, I mean, really, you know, we all do, we all do uh, sort of plays at school and nativity plays yeah. and mama's plays, and I enjoyed doing all sorts of stuff like that, skylarking around, getting jokes, getting laughs from, from things in that. But when I was 11, I, um, there's a, there's a, it's a national radio station now but it was just based in london it was called capital radio it's yeah. it still is called capital 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 fm now capital it? FM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so um but they were just a london radio station and I, I i wrote to them and i said can i can i be a dj on your station please yeah and um badly they they wrote back and said okay well come cheeky sod come in and come come in and have a have a chat with us and so my mum god bless her um, she took me on the tube up to Warren Street and where Capital Capital Tower was, and um, I met. It wasn't an interview. I met them and what have you. And I went on the radio on a Sunday afternoon uh, about four o'clock, being junior disc jockey. And I think somewhere, maybe one of my brothers or someone, someone's got something somewhere. Um, some some of the tapes of me doing that. And it really is. Um, but that's where it kind of started off and um, and then when I was sort of you know 18 and then I started doing DJing nightclubs and stuff and and that kind of thing at the Epping Forest Country Club 
if any of you can remember that. Um, and we were there giving it, oops, 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 a hip. We were so cool. Um, I like that song. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. But, um, but then I wanted to go legit, as they say. So I went to drama school and spent three years training to be an actor. Came out of drama school very fortunately. Was uh, got got cast in 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 the bill. Um, got cast in some good plays. Got um, I was very lucky because um, when I was younger, I met when, that's a Derek Jacobi, um, the lovely Sir Derek Jacobi helped me enormously enormously in my career. I met him uh, when I was when I was doing amateur dramatics when you know a, a, a junior right. theatre yeah. group. And he supported me a lot in his, in, in, in my career, uh, gave me a part at the Chichester Festival Theatre and uh, playing opposite Leo McKern. I don't know if anybody remembers Leo McKern. He was wonderful, Rumpole of the Bailey, fantastic actor. So I had an opportunity to learn from I – was, I was really lucky in that I had a mentor of sorts. I yeah. had many mentors working with John Thor. My God, I mean, he was my idol. I, worked, yeah. I did, I did, uh, I did Kavanaugh QC with John Thor and then I did a big sort of spy thing called um, The Waiting Time, which, right, okay. uh, which is great. I loved that. I played a, um, uh, I played a soldier in that. Was, was just, no. Where was that? Is that uh, on TV or program? It was TV, yeah. That was, um, it was a Gerald Seymour novel for people right, okay. that know Gerald Seymour. But I think the person that had the biggest influence on my career and helped me out a lot was Sir Derek Jacobi because I met him when I was, uh, when I was um, a relatively young amateur actor and we'd won a local drama festival. Right. And Sir Derek presented the awards. He wasn't Sir Derek then, but he presented the awards. And uh, I kept in touch with him and he really, you know, I, I was sort of tugging on his coat jacket, if you like, yeah. saying, you know, oh, what about this and what about that? Will you help me? It wasn't quite like that. But anyway. Yeah. I, and he was very kind and, and, and gave me a lot of help and advice but also helped me, sort of yeah. put me in a position where I could uh, take advantage of, of various things and know what to do. But it's, this is the point. This is really interesting because you go, okay, so I've, I, and I, I'm trying to do that now. I'm trying to help young actors yeah, do yeah. that now. But, or any actors. When I say young, I don't mean young in terms of age, new actors. Just starting off. And exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's kind of like, so I go like to Derek Jacobi who learned from, to Laurence Olivier, who learned from Sir Donald Wolfitt, who learned from Sir Henry Irving, who learned from David Garrick, who learned from, you know, you know I don't know, going right back to the You know, I worked with I worked with Harold Lloyd. You know, Harold Lloyd, they're doing these fantastic comedy routines, and you just watch these people and you don't realise that he learned this from from, from yeah. Charlie Chaplin, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so this is the thing about mentoring is, is that it, you, you can take all of that information that people have been there, done it, yeah. got it, got that information from the past, applied that to their own experiences, yeah. and filtered it a little bit more, and then are able to pass it on to other people who can do exactly the same thing with that. You, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's why mentoring for me is such a big topic because it helped me so much in my career yeah, yeah. and journey. And you're right, what, what people don't realise is that knowledge has been passed down yeah. from the mentors of mentors and that's why it's very hard to find a good mentor because where are they? It's hard to find them because they keep the knowledge. They're not really out there teaching it as much. No. And to find them is quite difficult, hence the reason for the programme. But once you get the right mentor or the right programme, it can really accelerate. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's years of teaching, years oh, yeah. of teaching. It's, 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 it's critical. It's just, it's just that, mo and I find it now when people say, oh, yeah, do you know what? I spoke to you about this and 
about four days afterwards, I realised what you meant. You yeah, know? exactly. And uh, and I think, oh, really? That took you that long to, to uh, but <laughs> and then I re- and then I remember myself. You know, yeah, yeah. My yeah. principal at drama school was a lady called Sorrel Carson. Yeah. And she said to me, she said, she said, Mark, darling, don't dream about it. Yeah. Larry never dreamt about it, and yeah. I didn't. I I I didn't know what she was on about. Yeah. But actually. And it took me years and years. And of course, what I realised is, is that, you know, you can sit there on, on your sofa and say, oh, EastEnders, I'd love to be in EastEnders. I, I'm going to be in EastEnders one day. And then you sit there the next night and you watch EastEnders and you say, oh, yeah, I'd love to be in EastEnders one day. Before you know it, 50 years has gone by. Yeah. And you've never had a chance to do it. And that's dreaming about it, right? That's, yeah, there's that's, two differences. Absolutely. That's, that's being, that's, that's, that's being a wannabe. If you want to, if you're a bee, you're actually... After the second night, you get up off the sofa, you find out how you can become an actor, you can find out how you can uh, yeah. do, do anything. I'm talking about acting a little bit. Will Smith put this video and went viral. Exactly the same point. He says, I get told so many times, Will, I want to be like you. Will, I want the success. But it's 99.9% of people don't want to put the work in. Uh-huh. They don't want to hit that treadmill. They don't want to do what it takes. And that's the difference between wannabes and bees. Exactly. You know, because you know, Will Smith, yourself, or even me, you know, whatever we're at the moment. It's Father Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that is Father Christmas. <laughs> that's my ring alarm. But yeah, so what I'm trying to say is it's the actions you take. Uh, absolutely. 100%. And, and no one's got anything better. We've all got the same attributes, right? In a sense, you know, with skills that you know physical skills is the people who take the action step absolutely we've all we've all we've all got our own unique skills right yeah, so yeah, yeah. so so there isn't you know regardless of um of, of of what you've been given that's unique to you and that's what as an actor you want to see you see all these people sort of this trend, trend i mean you know um there's a trend especially with with face uh, instagram and yeah, stuff yeah. and everything and you see all of these sort of um trout felt uh, trout felt Trout pout faces and everything, and and, yeah. and they want everyone wants Pouty. to look the same and everything. Yeah, Actually, yeah. you get a hundred headshots when you're casting the film, and everybody looks the same. And then one comes through, and it looks like James. Yeah, he James, didn't look yeah. like anybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like well, and he's not trying to hide. No, and he comes in, and he's entirely no. himself, right? Yeah. And I talk about, and I think I've talked to you about it about the four stages of learning. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which which for me a key, and everybody's kind of got to go through this. Um, so, yeah, tell us, okay, so, so basically, this is um, the four stages. Are the foot? The first stage is is unconscious incompetence. Right. Okay. You don't know what you're doing wrong. Right. Okay. <laughs> you don't know you're doing anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, uh, so, and, and if you equate it to a driving lesson, it's kind of like you know. You know a little bit about you know that cars work. They move people from A to Z, and there's a steering wheel and that. But that's that's all you know. The next step is 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 conscious incompetence, which means that um, maybe you know you go for your first driving lesson, so the the driving instructor tells you what to do and everything. But but so you know what to do, but you can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the next step is, and I'm racing through this, but the next step is. Um, uh, Conscious competence, right? So that's right, the kind yeah, of yeah. at the point where you take your driving test. 
you know, where you've got to really, you know how to, you can get the biting point and you know, yeah, but you've yeah. really got to make sure you're doing it. You have to yeah, really yeah, think yeah. about it. Yeah. And then the fourth stage is the one that we all want to get to in, in to become an expert at something yeah, yeah. is unconscious competence where you can just do it naturally. Yeah. And, and that's in driving. That's the point where you, you, you know, where you've driven somewhere and you get and you think, Oh God, I can't remember any of that journey, you yeah, know? Yeah. And you think, Oh, I wasn't concentrating, but you were the part of your brain that was that was concentrating, that was concentrating on entirely. And if there was an emergency, it would have called your conscious mind back into that into yeah. that thing like that. But the point is, is that it's, it's almost like, yeah, don't worry about this. I can I can do yeah. that. And as an actor, you kind of have that thing. As a good salesman, you kind of have that thing because yeah, you know, you are saying to people, look, I I'm not selling you anything. Do you want to buy from me? I've yeah. got this brilliant stuff, you know. Um, do you want to do you want to buy it from me? And that's that, that's the, the, the way that these things. As a businessman, I suppose um, the best advice I ever got uh, about any of these things. Because if you're going into business and you need mentorship, and business, being in business, as you know, right, it's brilliant, Ooh. but it's but it's really hard. Yeah, of course. Okay, and what you what. <clears throat> The, you, you, you. The best advice on this was: I, I, you're either you're either in the stand watching the match, yeah, or you're on the pitch playing the match, yeah. Now you can be on in the stand watching the match and be uh, in your nice seat with your cup of tea or whatever, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Or you can be on the pitch being kicked and spat at and punched and yeah. everything like that, um, because that that's what's going that's what's going to happen to you if you get into business, right? Yeah. If you get into business, you are going to lose night's sleep. You are going to uh, you're going to be worried. You're going to have loads of problems that are coming up, you've, which you've got to deal with every day. But you've got to remember that actually you're on the pitch. Yeah. It's you there. You know, it's you. Uh, you're a player, and that's the thing that's you know unconsciously yeah. motivates you, if you like. Because if that if that puts you off, yeah. then that's then that's a problem. So you've, I, you've got to relish that 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 fight. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think having a vision, which we talk about, is. That's a shining star, right? So when you're having your tough moments, you're looking at them thinking, that, that's where I'm going. Absolutely. I think a lot of people in business, they go into business not knowing what they really want. <clears throat> and they go around in circles. Yeah. And you get spat out, you get punched, you get kicked, and you're thinking, well, where is, what, what, where am I headed? Absolutely. Um, and that's important. But you're 100% right. There's two options. Being an entrepreneur is great. You can change lives. We're in a position where we can teach people now, but, you know, roll back all the stuff that we've been through. You know, you could probably write thousands of case oh, studies, you know? You know, uh, but they were good, right? They were good. Oh, it's part of the journey. Not now, they are. When you look back on them, you know, when, when, when you've, got, yeah, yeah. you've got, oh my goodness gracious, I could tell you some stories that are just uh, just hair raising. But you get, you get through part of the journey. You get through yeah. them. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, I did a play years ago and the, and, the, and the theme tune of the play was What Doesn't Kill Me Makes Me Stronger. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and that's, that's, that's incredibly true. In, it, it, you know, but you've, that, but, Coming back to what we were saying, the whole theme of this, what, mm. what I'm talking about, if you like, is that mindset is 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 knowing what you want, yeah. right? So knowing what you want on a on a macro level, knowing what you want on the micro level, yeah. It's um, it's having your eye on that star, and it's having your eye on the next step to get to that star at the same at the same same time. There's a great book um, called The Slight Edge, um, and I recommend anyone reading that. And that talks about it's a daily step, you know, tree which is 100 years old, you look at it, it's over years, it's grown slowly, watered. I think what we want to do, we want that big tree the next day. Mm. But start edge is about doing two little steps every single day 
And I did it towards your goal. And then you build that momentum where it's like automatic. Absolutely. You know, you know it's, it's just, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm not even going to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you caught, still look at that, keep looking at that bigger hole, that big, massive, you know, whole goal you want to get over, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, look, so, so if you take a specific for me, when I was... When I was at drama school, you had to learn to speak RP, which was received pronunciation. It's almost the Queen's English. Yeah. Uh, it's not quite the Queen's English because the Queen at that time spoke a thing called hyperlect. Wow. Um, but um, what – basically what it is is that, as you know, it's, the, it's, it's all of the open vowel sounds. And I, I was born in the middle of London. Why do they London. use – so you know when they talk posh? So is that – are they taught to talk that way? You know, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they sure. talk. That's the yeah. way. Okay, yeah. okay. So the the queen would at that time the queen used to say things like house instead of house. So so and that was hyperlect. So that went to the to the extreme, if you like. Right, got it. But what RP tries to do is it tries to and RP, if I've not said it, is received pronunciation. Yeah. RP tries to make everything neutral. Okay. So oh. it's a neutral vowel sound. Right. Um, and then we have the articulation going with it to make sure that we so are. So it's posh. We, we can understand it. Well, it's not posh because, as I said, posh is is, is wrong because posh is haste, you know. And, oh, so that's, okay. so that's, that's too wrong. So house, uh, and you know, as we've done, it's it's yeah. o o or r a e, which is um, they're, they're the they're the kind of open yeah. sounds. Yeah. Now I couldn't say coming from the middle of London, every part, every sort of dialect, you know, yeah. from from coming from from around here. It's um. People say um, young, yeah. young man, and, and, yeah. and various instead of young, ah, yeah, yeah, young, yeah. or tung instead of tongue. Um, but my one coming from London was or, right? So I couldn't say or. What, mate? I used to say or. Yeah. So that would be the door. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I had to really struggle to get them really, 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 really work hard through this yeah. learning process of conscious competence, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what happened in the end of it was that it became. I became unconsciously competent in it. So naturally, I would say or instead yeah. of or. Yeah. <laughs> then what happened, the first job that I ever got was in the bill. Yeah. The first professional note that I ever got was, oh, Mark, could you make him a bit more cockney? So oh, I had, had to unlearn everything. That, uh, <laughs> I did again. And then, and then now, when I live in, in Derbyshire, my wife says that I, I, I speak with a more pronounced Cockney accent than I ever did before because I, <laughs> I put it on for people because I like entertaining. No. Oh, Get amazing. out of my pub. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been on big TV shows. So when you obviously casted for them, right? Do mm-hmm. you do loads of casting? Do you go through loads of like, um, you know? Yeah, well, you use a casting director who recommends people. So for, a, you know, an actor, that's one of the things. The things is about for acting, what I teach is, you know, is the critical things are acting technique. Uh, which is things like voice and, and various things like that, yeah. acting art, which is the ability to play a character and, and, and know what you want, and, the, yeah. and then act the business of acting. And the business of acting is knowing how you can get jobs, exactly the same as anybody yeah. else, right? So an actor is a company. I always remind people that they are entrepreneurs yeah. as actors, and they are exactly the same, in the same way that if you're selling um, a recruitment, if you're selling... Uh, houses if you're selling widgets whatever you're selling you're selling something actors are selling their sales they're yeah. selling their services and they've got to remember that you yeah, know yeah. because otherwise you can be the best actor in the world and nobody knows who you are yeah. so one of the parts of being an actor is to is to is to make sure that casting directors know you who you are yeah. so that when i go to a casting director he yeah. can say oh what about this actor or she can say yeah. what about this actress or not you know what i mean yeah and i get that uh, yeah it's an interesting thought because 
I'm thinking, you know, the social media side. Yeah. And I come up, I've been to a few charity events. And um, we all look at followers now, your growth, and, and that's your audience, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I probably got, on some cases, twice as much as followers on Instagram than some people who have actually been through TV, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. How do you think that's changing now? Because, you know, because now you can build your own brand. Yeah. And not even have to go through the old absolutely so, so how's that changing because i don't think it's changing particularly i mean it's very interesting at the moment you might be watching this in years to come and he's a big star but at the moment we've got uh in strictly come dancing at the moment there's this bloke called joe um oh, i've forgotten his surname is sorry um but he's a youtuber yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah. Nobody had heard yeah, of oh, yeah. obviously yeah, yeah. millions of people had heard of him because that's, yeah. that's his youtuber audience um but he was in, and he's incredible. I went back and looked at his early YouTube stuff, and it's brilliant. He's a very good, yeah. natural, natural performer. Yeah, uh, Joe Sugg. Um, but he has risen to prominence by promoting himself on YouTube, and he's very good. But there's for every Joe Sugg, there's hundreds of people yeah, who, th- more. who think that that they're good yeah. and they haven't trained and applied themselves, yeah. and because um, we, you know. I was rubbish, you know. I want to tell you about Gary Oldman. Yeah. Right? Gary Oldman was uh, just won the Oscar, or a little while ago won the Oscar for his performance as Winston Churchill in The Darkest Hour. Yeah. Now, Gary Oldman auditioned for RADA, and he failed the audition. And they said, you can come back next year, Mr. Oldman, if you want to, but we'd advise you look for another career. Wow. Yeah? So... He said, right, no, I'm going to show them. Yeah. He carried on. He dusted himself down. He had some more private tuition. He worked hard on his craft. Yeah. The next year, he went to another drama school, got accepted there, and then however many years after, he wins the Oscar for Best Actor. So That's persistence. Absolutely. You know, and we've all got that. You know, in your career, in everything. That's the key. Don't, Don't ever believe... Don't ever believe that someone is special, that yeah. someone has had, they were born on Mount Olympus with, with you know, uh, special gifts or anything. They're exactly the same as you are. Their gift is their tenacity. Their gift yeah. is their belief. And their gift is the fact that they, they actually get up off the sofa and go and do it yeah. rather than dreaming about it. That's their gift. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to have the drive. And, you, um, and everybody's got that. You've just got to yeah. just decide to do it. Yeah, ignite your in inner potential, really. Everyone's got it, right? The amount of people that say to me, oh, my God, you know Daniel Craig? Yeah. As if, uh, as if and I'm, not, I'm not saying he's not, but, yeah, you know, as if he's, yeah. like he's from Mars or something. Yeah. He's just just, just, just a bloke yeah. who decided that that was what he was going to be. When, yeah. when, when, when we first met, all of us wanted to be James Bond. James Bond, yeah. And he actually managed to go and get it. Yeah. But it, and he deserves it because he's, he's, he's worked really hard on it. But, but the point, I'd have to bash this into people, yeah. it's the most important thing to remember is that he isn't any different from you. No, that's right. Any, anybody yeah, yeah. watching this, anybody listening to this, you can all do it. You know, it's, it, there isn't a special gift. The gift is tenacity. The gift is, the gift is passion. The gift is belief. Just get up, believe in yourself, work hard, yeah. train hard, um, uh, learn the business, and get out there and do it, whatever you're doing. Yeah, and get, and get the right knowledge. Absolutely. And I think my success was down to right knowledge, getting the right mentors, and then 
going harder because you want to go down the right path, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be going backwards and pushing backwards. Worse. So where you can, <laughs> absolutely, picking don't, don't reinvent the wheel. No, don't, exactly, and that's what mentors do. All mentors tend to do for me. Just say right. They pick up the blind side. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen this? Have you seen anything? Great, that's all you need. Because yeah. you all know, looking back at your career, is, is the simple tips yeah. that, that they gave to you and you thought, years ago, that was a great tip. Um, so, so it's good. So you've had some big plays. You've done some. So James Gordon, right? Because obviously he's everywhere at the moment. Yeah. He's absolutely everywhere. And I love the guy. Yeah. Because um, I like just the way he is what he is. Um, we're going to get him on the podcast. Yeah, we're getting on we're the podcast. We're going to get him on the yeah. podcast. Uh, but, you know, we'll look at him now Yeah, with his, you know, his, his car, carpool karaoke, isn't it? Yeah. Um, millions of billions of probably views now. But you knew him from the start. Yeah. So if anyone's starting a business or starting anywhere, you know, tell us a bit about him. So, so, so how did you discover him and how did it so work? So James um, worked with a friend of mine who isn't with us anymore and... A chap called John Barlow. I'm only mentioning him because he's he's passed away and he's a very good actor. Yeah. Um, uh, a dear friend of mine. Anyway, but uh, I was watching I was watching uh, John in something, and there was this young kid, and uh, I thought oh, he's really really good. And anyway, I didn't didn't think anything about it. And then a few years later, there was a part that I wanted to cast, which was for this. Uh, in the film, if you haven't watched it, uh, Sam, who James plays, is a uh, he's a nice bloke, but he, he's got no self confidence, and he really fancies this girl, but but he never she he never thinks that she would fancy him and everything, yeah. yeah. And she's going out with this this rich idiot, you know, and all of that sort of thing, and it's the same sort of thing. Eventually, you yeah, know, he wins the girl because he's a nice person, yeah. So because uh, he plays what he wants, but anyway, this part we I had this part. And I said to the I said to the casting director, I saw a chap working with uh, Jonathan Barlow in this play. Who was it? And she went on and found out. She said, oh, it's a young bloke called James Calden. And I said, well, let's have him in for an audition. And he came in and, um, you know, he just blew us away. This is the thing about unconscious competence, right? So James came in. This is a tip if you're an actor or a salesman or whatever. If you go into an, you go into an audition on a sale, person on the other side is not wouldn't be wasting their time by seeing you if they didn't want you to solve their problem for them, right? So they've got a problem that they want you to solve. You've got to remember that to start with. So, and if you come in trying to trying to impress them. Comes back to that antenna. Try and justify it to yeah, them. Yeah, like, yeah, why yeah, are you there? Exactly. Yeah, you've, yeah. Already, you've already done that. You're exactly. Just, you're yeah. there for a reason. Exactly. Right? You know. So yeah. it's a very difficult. Now you, you obviously make allowances for that in a, in a casting situation because you know. So but, so, but when somebody comes in and they just go, "Oh, hi guys, it's a great film, isn't it?" You know, or whatever. You know, it's yeah. like, "Wow, he's a brilliant part. I'd love to play this part because what yeah. I do is I do this and I do that yeah. and I do the other." Yeah. Anyway, you know, and and he was someone that. You just immediately wanted to work with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind yeah, of yeah, uh, yeah. rather than someone who comes in and says, "Oh, you know, please." It's a difficult thing because because we've all been in that situation where we've gone in and ple- said, "Almost, please give me this job." Yeah, yeah. Um, but you've got to strike that balance. And James was very quickly able to. Why was that? Natural confidence, or because he'd done? You know, was it his previous roles he'd done? Or cut, I'm going to cut back to that Lawrence Olivier story, right? Because. All he cared about was the part. 
So you focus on the part. Right, so he cared about the part. He didn't, wasn't trying to big himself up. Yeah. He wasn't trying to say, you know, I'm really cool or, you know, you, 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 know, you really need to cast me because don't you know who I am or anything because he wasn't anybody at that point in time. But, yeah, yeah. but the point being is, is that um, his only focus was on, on that part, right? So there were no antenna that went off. There were no alarms that went off. Yeah. He was a nice guy. He wanted to work hard. He wanted to find out about this character. He wanted to know uh, uh, from the writer what the writer was thinking of it. He wanted to know from the director what the director was thinking about it. He wanted to know from me what I was thinking about it. Yeah. He wanted to know how much we were going to pay him. Yeah. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't. But, but the, 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 his agent was on the phone wanted to know how much yeah. we were going to pay him. But yeah. uh, that's a different kettle of fish. But, yeah. but you, know, you, you know what I mean? It's... Um, uh, it comes back to that. It always comes back to the, 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 if you can focus on... Focus on the job in hand. Focus on the job in hand. Yeah. So don't think about, because that's what messes you up in you know, all the voices. Even, I talk about visions. We, we just done a um, train, to live a little bit of a training, a discovery about mentoring. And the first thing I say about it is when you do your vision, think big, stop the chimps in your mind stopping you from thinking that vision, right? Because... Think about yourself. Think about myself as well when I run a business and it's quite, we put quite a big standard is I never believed I could do that in a sense at the start. But the good thing is my vision, I could build that big vision without worrying too much about it. Does that make sense? So same example here is don't overthink things. You know, just focus on what you're doing, create that big vision, but focus on your daily goals and you'll get there. Oh, absolutely. You know, and and, and I, that's why I think, that's why I want to get you on the podcast because there's so much synergy between what we talk about. Yeah. Different fields, but it's the same thing. It's exactly Performing, giving people their Storytelling. Storytelling. It's, it's, that's, the, that's the critical part. It's a, the, the ability to communicate a story and maybe in the future we'll, we'll work a bit more on this, but yeah. the ability to, for, 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 for uh, salespeople to be able to communicate a story effectively um, is critical because it comes across in their body language, in their belief, as you said, in Theresa May. Um, You know, and and it comes back to James walking into that casting room, you know, and I can remember it like, you know, and I'd seen, you know, I've cast Tom Meissen in that film. Tom is is Ichabod Crane in in, um, uh, the big Sleepy Hollow Netflix series now, and that was one of his first roles, you know, and he walked in this incredibly good-looking rather gauche boy and, um, you know, and he, he, I cast him in a very small part, but again, I wanted to kind of, you know, he's got, and now it, look, he's, yeah, you know, yeah. it's wonderful. He's just me an enormous sense of pride again, seeing that. But, um, uh, but James coming in, just saying, right, you know, rolling my sleeves up almost in the audition saying, right, how are we going to play this part? You yeah. know, what do we want from this part? And it was just brilliant because, we're already working with him yeah, in, the, exactly. in the audition, in the interview, in the sale. Yeah, yeah. Um, so those those are those are key things. Focus yeah. focus on the service rather than the outcome. Do you think that is the reason why he's probably that little trait there? Like you said, he could just go in there, focus on it. Is why he's probably seen so much success now. Yeah, of course, because 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 you know when you're watching him, it's like I'm having a laugh, but guess what? He's having a laugh. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's so natural, yeah, right? Yeah. And I watch some actors. I'm not saying I know how good and bad they are, but you can see the ones that are trying too hard. Yeah, poses. Yeah, poses, like trying to do it. Whereas he's just like, I am what I am. Yeah. 
this is my role, get on with it, love me or hate me. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, the minute you do that, then then, then you, you've got an advantage. The minute you do that. Yeah. And that's not easy, by the way. You know, it takes time to try to, you know, we, we just Absolutely. Say, you know, that's a skill in itself, it's, isn't it? It's, it, it You've got to mine it, right? So yeah. as, as any kind of trainer, as any kind of coach, yeah. you've got to mine it because it's there in people. Yeah, yeah. You've just got to dig it out of them. That's right. You haven't, you haven't necessarily got to teach it to them because they already know it, but they've, they've, they've buried it. Well, you mentioned, um, and we've had a conversation about this, until you're seven, like my daughter's going to be eight. Yeah. So I'm trying to keep her very, very role-playing. She's doing some acting stuff. Because after sort of seven or eight, you start then going to that sort of tunnel vision Absolutely, of yeah. what the society wants you to be yeah. and you forget the role playing. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I'm working on getting that back yeah. in a lot. Of but we did it at school. Yeah. We, we did it. And all of us, I'm sure anybody watching this would remember, um, you know, anybody that was slightly un, that didn't conform, they yeah. were crucified, weren't they? You, yeah, had to yeah, be, yeah. you had to be a cool kid or you had to be, yeah. you know, for God's sake, what was that like? It was hell, wasn't it? We yeah. all thought it was hell, even if you yeah, were one yeah. of the cool kids, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and, um, because it's not our, it's not our, not really our nature to be like that. We are all a bit mad. Well, it's interesting if you go back to school. If you can remember when we were younger, like eight or nine, everyone was having fun, right? Mm. And then you watch it how towards like I meet with some of my friends. They're so quiet now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, when they're younger, they're full of energy. Yeah, yeah. It's like they go under a rock, yeah, yeah. under a shell. That's society in a sense. Just getting that back out of yourself. Absolutely. And that gets you that uh, like James Corden's probably just. All along, probably been a joker anyway. Yeah. But he's worked on his skill and his craft, and look at him now. Yeah. He's doing what he loves and he enjoys it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. good stuff. And you know, we've but, but I just want to say one thing because yeah. because if we're talking about Daniel Craig, now Daniel Craig play for you. Most people see Daniel Craig as James Bond. That's right. James Bond is a very the character that he's playing when he's playing now. Yeah. Is a very cool, yeah. calm, collected psychopath, isn't he, James Bond? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But actually. Daniel Craig is a person I've seen. He's just the same kind of person as James Corden. Yeah. In the same, yeah. he's a, he's, what's he know, like then? What's he like as a person? Just lovely. It's exactly the same. It's exactly the same um, uh, energy. I suppose is the right word because it's focusing on. There isn't a pretense, if you like. It's yeah. not. He's not trying to impress necessarily. Yeah. And as a result, of that impresses even more. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's um, you know that 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 that's the. And the we're getting him on as well. So we're getting, ah, him, we're getting him on as well. He's, a, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's another, he's a different kettle of fish. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, no, and, you know, working with them kind of people, you know, you, you've worked with some greats. Yeah, yeah James yeah. Bond is probably like, wow, you know, like but, you but, said, but, when you look at him now, from the outset, that's in retrospect, but, but, but you kind of know. Exactly. But from the beginning, you know, this is kind of thing. When you're working with Malcolm, for me, Malcolm McDowell, um, Leo McKern. Yeah. John Thor, Joanna Lumley. Oh my God! You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. getting to work with Joanna, Jenny Agutter, who I, you know, I had in 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 a, in, a, in a film. These people I hero worshipped. Yeah. You know, but it's the same thing. They they're just people, just just yeah. a little bit older. You know, that's right. And um, uh, so you know, it, you know, really, you know, that lottery advert it really can be you. But yeah. the difference between the lottery that's that's. That's How do you do? Okay, so that mindset, because that's interesting. Because Patrick about David were interviewed just a few weeks ago, and I was very big in the US. He talks the same about not putting the importance on anybody. How do you get that mindset? Because you know, is there is there a way like some practical steps where you could probably hone in that skill? So when you go into 
a meeting. I can remember when I was tendering for contracts, I was about 23 maybe, Land Rover Jaguar, and the big CEOs and stuff. Yeah, you know, I had to put myself, I had to talk to myself in the car. I'm a mentor saying, look, I've got to go in there, I've got to be this different character. But I know a lot of people can't do that. So is there a way, is there like any things they could practice or anything like that? I mean, look, the, the practice is, is is knowing what you want, right? So it's believing in, in, in your product and it's saying to someone, for instance, you know, if you're, if you're talking to someone about an advertising campaign, if you're an advertising person, yep. you say to someone, right, Look, you can do it. You can do it whatever way you want to. The way that I think you should do it is this. I'll do it any way you want to, but my advice is this, 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 and this because this will give you this advantage, this advantage, this advantage. Um, and then shut up. And then shut up. And, tr- yeah. and trust in yourself. Trust, yeah. trust that you're right because they will pick up on that. Don't don't forget. Coming back to what we were saying, you are there because they've got a problem that needs solving. That's right. You've done the hard part. Exactly. You know, that's, that's, you're either going to get the gig or you're not. You know, this is really important. Again, when I'm talking to two actors, you know, um, I, when, when I went up for a part very early on and I really, really wanted this part. I didn't get it and I was devastated that I didn't get it and didn't come, probably, you know, use the expression, didn't get up for two days after, locked myself in my room. I didn't quite, but it felt like that. Yeah. And then about two years after that, the, that director phoned my agent up and offered me a, bigger part in something else because even though I'd not got that job yeah. at the time I hadn't realised this that I, it was just because I wasn't right for that part or whatever yeah. but he liked me and yeah. cast me in something else even bigger later on you know yeah. so um, you never know what's going to come out of these meetings no. you never know what what the result is going to be so focus on the process focus on what you what you're there for what, what problem you can solve for those people yeah uh, and as long as you're focusing on that, you can't go wrong. No, you're right. Because I can remember there's one quote that sticks in my mind and I used to always use it because when I was stopping, I was quite young. And in my mind, I was thinking, I am young. And I got told I'm young because that industry was, you know, but now it's cool to be an entrepreneur. 20 years ago, it was a bit like a bit difficult. In a sense, it wasn't the internet. But I can remember there's one quote and it said, negotiate with confidence or don't bother. And that stuck in my mind. So every time I went to a contract, I thought, I'm going to negotiate with confidence. Otherwise, forget it. And I've seen so many salespeople go, this, right, yeah, we want this contract. This is what we can do for you. Uh, um, but um, yeah, y- you're right with that. Mm-hmm. Now, I went to this and this is our rate. This is what we're going to do. We will deliver. Mm-hmm. What's your problem? Absolutely. And you know what? Sometimes you don't win it. Yeah. But I tell you what, the ones we did win was because of that. Yeah, yeah. Because if you can't, and I look back now and we talked you know, recently about it. So I look back and think, you know what, the reason was I was giving them that signal that I can deliver. Mm-hmm. And they needed that at the point. They, they want confidence, right? Yeah, so it's, yeah, that's why like, the link is always there. So you talk about James, that's it. You know, yeah. coming, is this, you know, he's already Sam. Yeah. He's already taken that on. Yeah. He's talking about, right, okay, when he does that, what does that, what does that mean, you know, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I think that's fascinating. Running out of time. No, no, keep going, keep going. Well, I was just uh, going to make sure I ask you the question. I always ask my mentors at the end. So the reason, again, you know, with the podcast and people, you, you, you're a different guest that I normally have was literally, if you're looking to get into business, if you're looking to get into sales, working on your performance, uh, the way, you know, acting people do in a sense, yeah. it's the same thing. It's a power, I wouldn't say power influence because it's a bit powerful, but it's just basically getting your message across in a confident way that people then look at you and think, you know what, what you're offering 
yeah, that's going to solve my problem. And that's all it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and knowing your stuff and being true to yourself. Because you do that, guess what? It's easy to sell, you know? Yeah, I think the thing is, is that going back to Lawrence and the other thing, concentrate on the thing, people buy, you yeah. don't sell. You exactly, know, exactly. Uh, that, that's, that's the critical part of it. And when I, when, you know, when I recruited oh, thousands in recruitment, but a lot of the times the reason people failed because they didn't believe in recruitment helping people. They just thought you're making a big fee of, of somebody, right? What they didn't see is you're actually getting someone to fit in that business that's going to take their business to the next level. And that's the mindset was. And if you don't believe that, how will they? Exactly, exactly. And I always felt that we could deliver, mm. um, and, and we did. So that's good. Yeah. So we could probably go on for two days on this. Yeah. And every time I talk to Mark, I'm fascinated, and I wanted to get him on the podcast because you know, your career, the way you come across, and now with personal brand is you, right? Everyone's out there now with Instagram. You've got your own TV channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, IGTV, our YouTube channels will be launched soon. So I think this topic's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know, I'll be talking to a a producer, a director in my podcast, but, you know, that's opened my opportunities up. Uh, But, yeah. So I always ask my guests, any mentors, I know you've mentioned some anyway, you can shout them out now, as in, like, you know, who's helped you in your journey, um, and really helped you become who you are. Um, yeah, you can shut them up. Well, obviously, Sir Derek Jacobi was was the kind of first one there, um, and every probably everyone that I've ever worked with in terms of um, uh, a chap called Alan Niblo, who is uh, Vertigo uh, producer. Uh, learned a lot from him. People that I've employed, I've learned a lot from. Yeah, uh, over the years. Um, you know, uh, Kevin Kevin Williams. Uh, in in terms of raising money, he's not with us anymore. Uh, again, but you know, the, the, you know, when you're going out and to make a film and you you've got to raise two million quid. <laughs> yeah, you think, oh my god, how am I going to do that? You yeah. Know? Um, and when I first started, you know, crikey, you know, the first thousand pounds that I raised, I was yeah. thinking, God, this is great. And then, yeah. you know, um, and then you then you know you get to the the other end of the spectrum where you've got someone putting in huge amounts of money, and you feel massively um, responsible for responsibility. That, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. um, and that's what I'm talking about being a player because if you don't want that responsibility, don't, don't yeah, don't yeah, the game. that's right. Um, but but you know, that's what if you're gonna if you want to do it, that, that's that's what you want to do. So yeah. Everyone I've ever worked with has been a mentor in some way, but some have been bigger mentors than others. Excellent. And to find you, Mark, where can people follow you, find you? So um, the the acting coaching, one thing I wanted to talk about very quickly was that um, when I was going to drama school, I don't know if I've ever told you this, that I had an, when they do the audition, they ask you, it caught me out, caught me by surprise. They said, well, you know, they ask you questions like in any, any interview. They yeah. said, where do you want to be in 30 years' time? Yeah. Right. And I said, Jay, on the podcast. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah, well, no, but this is it. Yeah. They said to me, um, where do you want to be in 30 years' time? And I I said, uh, I thought, well, you know, everybody's going to be saying I want to be at the RSC. Everybody's yeah. going to be saying I want to be my own television series. I thought, I can't say that. And I said, oh, I want to be teaching people. I want to, I want to have been a successful actor and then yeah. I want to teach other people yeah. to be successful actors. And that's where I am now, in a sense. Yeah. So if people want to get, uh, want to find out more about me and what I'm doing um, and how they can be, start their their careers at the moment, if they go to www.actingacademy.org, um, 
that's that's there's a there's a free trial there at the moment, so yeah. uh, they can come along. Uh, it's all online tuition, and uh, they can find out for a fraction of the cost of. I mean, like literally for a hundred yeah. of the cost of drama yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they can start to find out about what it's like to be a professional actor and how they can become one. Yeah, and I've worked with Mark, and his his work is amazing. So, you know, I will check that because there's not many people doing that. Um, and check check the academy out. We'll put it in the show notes so you can click down on the link. Um, it's free to join up and. God, is what he's charging is way, way too low. But I know <laughs> it's not going to stay that low for, for long. No, so. exactly. So take the opportunity, you know, because them little skills, no matter what you do in life, they will help. Yeah, Whether you're negotiating your, you know, deals with your car, financing, anything, it's just not, it's just skills. Absolutely. That you need. And we, you know, we're going to, at the moment, the one I'm doing at the, the moment, you know, is focused on the end result being becoming an actor. We are going to do ones in the future where we're focusing on on public speaking, and we're going to be focusing on um, you know uh, corporate life and how sales, how, how sales yeah. and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So these are critical things, yeah. And and you can you can benefit enormously because people you know don't buy products; they buy people. Hundred percent. People buy people. Whatever you do, Absolutely. people buy people, and that's the most important skill. And that's why you know me and Mark talk regular. Some great things happening in the future. I'm excited. You know, I'm yeah. excited with your academy. I think it's great. I think it's going to help so much more people. Mm. I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. And my absolute pleasure. Um, sir. I know you've just come from a, a media um, interview, so you're going to be in the paper very soon. I'll share that link as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's great. Thank you. Thanks for being for having me.